Welcome to the Craft to Career Podcast with Elizabeth Chapel, where every week we dive into how you can turn your craft into a successful career. Get ready to have the career you've always dreamed of. Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Craft to Career Podcast. This is your host, Elizabeth Chapel. And this week I have invited my friend Brittany Schroeder. She's a business coach and a really good friend of mine. And you will notice that in the conversation this week. I had to really pick which topic to ask Brittany to talk about because she knows so much about so many things. And she's really great at, of course, making goals. And so that was the since it's a new year, it's almost January, I thought, you know, that's something I could use a little bit of insight on. And Brittany's really good with that. So I picked her brain about setting goals for your business, and it can even be used in your day-to-day life. And I'm excited for you to meet my friend, Brittany. Before we dive in, I have this week's review from Apple Podcasts. It's from Melissa Beckham. Melissa says, what I've been searching for. I am so excited to find this podcast. Every episode has addressed my, I wonder how, on so many topics. Thank you. Melissa, thank you for that review. And I love that the things discussed on the podcast are things that you have been wondering about that are applicable to you and your business. So thank you so much. And just a reminder, if you leave a review for the podcast by the end of December 2021, you are entered to win a packet of my favorite mixers drinks. So be sure to leave a review for the podcast and go ahead and enter yourself to win the Mixer's Drinks. All right, let's dive in and let me introduce you to my friend, Brittany Schroeder. All right, we have my friend Brittany Schroeder here today and I'm excited for her to introduce what she does. And she is just so organized. If you know me, that's not my strong suit. So I like to surround myself with people who have things that I don't have. And this is one of those instances. Brittany's here to talk about making goals for the new year and for your business in general. So Brittany, welcome to the Craft to Career podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. For our listeners, can you just introduce who you are and what you do? Yeah, I'm. Um, my name is Brittany Schroeder, and I am a business coach and marketing strategist. And so I help um, entrepreneurs to create systems, automations, and scale their businesses. So that is that's my jam. That's what I do. And I am organized, and I like to be organized. So yes, yeah. you are. In fact, when I so we live close by each other, and I've been to her house. And in your office, can you tell us about like what's on your wall, your big calendar? Oh, yeah. Yeah. System? yeah. So I it was actually a Pinterest. It, it's a Pinterest that actually like worked. It wasn't a Pinterest spell, but I found it on Pinterest years ago. And what I did was I got from the supply and feed store or tractor supply store, one of those feed stores. And it was it's like a piece of like goat fence is what it is. And it's just a piece of metal fencing that's like a grid. And it just happens to be like 12, like it has 12, like little grids all the way across. And so it works out perfect because it's one for each month of the year. And I hung it on my wall and sometimes I use it as like an inspirational board and I pin up like a vision board. But right now I have it as it's just, it's my marketing strategist and I, I broke it down by month. 
Um, so I have each month at the top of each of the grids, and then I, I go post-it note crazy and get organized with a, with a strategy for each month. So Yeah, send me a photo, and I'll put that on the website, quilterscandy.com, uh, the episode with Brittany Schroeder on planning. You guys can go see what that looks like. It's very cool. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. It's almost the end of 2021. We're getting ready for 2022. However, what we're talking about today can be applicable anytime. So what system do you use for writing down and tracking your yearly goals? So I'm big, like I said, I'm big on the post-it note thing. Um, I have, uh, I have a couple organizational tools that I use. I'm really big on the written planner. Do you use a written planner or do you use a like digital? What do you use? Use, use both. Oh yeah. I use both. I use Brendan Burchard's. Um, I don't even know what you call it. It's his planner. Yeah. Yeah. So I, the one that I use and actually one of my new year's resolutions for 2022 is I, I want to create my own planner because I, I've purchased so many planners over the years and I'm always thinking, oh, I wish that it had this or I wish that it had that. So that's one of my goals actually for 2022 is to, to do my own planner. But um, I use the Carry & Co. Perfectly Planned and I can send you the link to that. Um, but I'm big in just writing like out my yearly goals. And I've always kind of a problem that I've had in the past is I write down my New Year's resolutions in the past, I would do it and I'd put it in like a journal or something. And then I would like shut the journal and I wouldn't look at it again. You know what I mean? And so then we we kind of forget. And so mm -hmm. it's one of those things where we have to have those visual reminders of what our goals are. And it's it's the law of attraction when what happens is and um, I, I I didn't say this in my intro, but like I am a certified life coach, too. And this is a tool that I've I've learned through just like mindset tool is it's, it really is the law of attraction. And when we see and we, we talk about things, we see things, we will start to attract those things in our lives. And so, you know, if you have a goal, you know, for example, I might say, okay, one of my goals is I want to speak at 12 events this year. When I see that and I'm reminded of it, you're going to find that you're, you're going to see more opportunities. So kind of a, an analogy or a comparison is, if you are like, I want to buy this yellow car and I have this specific yellow car and you're going to start to see that yellow car more and more. It really is when we have it on our mind, we're going to attract it. And so that's why it's really important to have those visual reminders. So we're reminded. I mean, even now you could ask, you could ask me, what were my goals? You know, what are your goals? What were your goals for 2021? And even though I've accomplished some of my goals, like I've moved on and, and I'm like, I, I can't, I'm going to have to go back and check. I can't even remember all of them, you know? And so that's why it's really important to have them visual for like your yearly. Um, but you don't want to stop there. So for my yearly goals, I do, I have a journal and I write them down, but it's also important that you put your post-it notes, like you put them somewhere where it's visual and where you can see them. So with, with my monthly goals, one of the things that I do is I, um, at the beginning, I love this, this, um, planner that I have, because at the end of every month, it asks like, what are the goals that you accomplished? And what are the goal goals that you like, you fell a little bit short, what are things that you didn't accomplish that you wanted to? And so I like that, that it keeps you like on task. Um, the other thing, it's kind of cool because I've had the same planner for four years and I'm, I'm a very minimalist person. I like to get rid of stuff, but I, these planners I've kept and maybe cause they're like nice and they look pretty, but 
it was so interesting because I was looking back at, okay, what was my planner like three years ago, you know, and one of the things, and I think it's, it's also like really encouraging and it keeps the momentum going, but like, just to look at, oh my gosh, look at my social media, look where I started, you know, like this is where I was three years ago. Look at my goals, look at how like I've progressed. And so I, I kind of love that, but like, I love the monthly just checking in and saying, okay, what were my goals? And even I, I think it's really important to like set like micro goals for yourself. So you might have, I might have a goal that's like, okay, I'm going to get 200 new followers this month. And when it's visual and I see it, you know, like you have to take action. You can have the thought that you're going to accomplish this goal. And, and I say this all the time to my clients, you can't think yourself to a million dollars. Like you have to have an action plan. You have to have the, the tools to help you get to your goals. Um, I say, you know, when I'm talking to my clients, one of the things where I, you know, when, when I do a consult, I'm kind of, I'm interviewing them in a way because I want to say, what are your goals? And so if they don't know where they want, I say, I can give you the tools. I can give you a roadmap, but you have to know where you want to go in order for me to tell you how to get there. And so that's why goals are so, so important. Like we have to set those goals in order to progress and to, and to accomplish them. For sure. And it's funny, like hearing you chat about a few things. So law of attraction. So you and I have chatted about this and it gets a little yeah. woo woo, but I'm here for it. I am here for yeah. it. I don't know if you remember years ago, we went to lunch and we were talking about this and I was like, you know what? I really want to go to Iceland. I'm going to put that out there and kid you not later that day. Do you remember Brad called me and was oh. like, I found a really good deal here. It's kind of random, but to Iceland, I was like, Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. This is working. Yeah. I'm putting it out there. So yeah. have you read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon? Yes. Hill, yeah. Yes. They all, I've, I've re, I went through a year of where I was reading a ton of like books and then I was podcast. And so they all kind of like meshed together, but like, I mean, really like so many successful business people, like, I mean, goal setting is, is huge for success mindset and goal setting are, are mm -hmm. like, you know, if you say, what are the top 10, like characteristics of successful people, those two are always on the list, you know, like it is setting goals. So yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. So super good. So what, okay. How do you handle when you set a goal and then let's say at the end of the month you look and you fell short, do you, I mean, how do you view that? Are you like, well, dang it, I failed or, you know, tell me more about how, how you move forward with that. Well, I think it's always, you know, like another, like another mindset is like, it's, it's about progression. It's not about perfect perfection, you know? And so sometimes we, we don't like, we're not going to achieve our goals. So kind of a mindset tool that I like use with myself is when we set goal sets, when we set goals is we set these really big goals and you should, your goals should be big enough that you feel uncomfortable. Like, Oh my gosh, like that is a big goal. And so say, for example, you and I have talked about this, like we both have similar goals. Like we want, we want to make a million dollars. Like, and so we set these goals and they're really big goals. And then you, what you do is you, you look at, you look at what you have, you look at what you're offering and you say, okay, if I want to make a million dollars and I have, you know, I have this, like I have this coaching course, I have one-on-ones, I have these digital courses. 
I look at them and I think, okay, I don't have the resources. Like what I have right now in my business suite is not going to get me to a million dollars. And so what you have to do, again, the law of attraction, you have to start thinking, okay, well, what else can I do so I can get closer to my goal? And so you're, you're like, okay, I could do this. I could try that. I could do these different things. So does that mean that I'm going to get to a million dollars this year? It, it, I might, or I might not, but I'm going to get way closer than I would have if I wouldn't have set, set these goals. Um, I'd set a goal, a financial goal for myself this year. And I, you know, I'm looking at the math. I'm, you know, looking at all my stuff and I'm like, okay, like I, I feel like I, I might fall short, like unless I get this. And so one of the things is like, you know what, I'm going to do a retreat. Like I want to do one, you know, I was thinking of doing one next year anyway, but I'm like, you know what, I want to reach this goal. And I did a retreat and I sold it out and I crushed my goal. So it's it's one of those things where when we have that that number, we have to have that number, then then we our brain starts to think like, what else can I do? What else can I do? I, I coach a lot of of I'll give you an example of in your industry with the with the quilting. I coach a girl now and she is, you know, we've had these goals. And we, a lot of times I pushed her to be like, okay, what else do you have in, in your tool belt? What other things do you have? And she has like evolved her business into like, I'm going to do like events as well. I want to do like crafting events. I want to do, I want, you know, and, and so you, you have to constantly be pushing yourself out of your comfort zone in order to scale. Like, you know, a lot of times, especially as solo entrepreneurs, we we're only one person. And we can only scale so much when we're trying to do it all. So that's why we have to like really push ourselves. But you have to set these goals. You have to set goals. Absolutely. And I guess it's kind of I'm morphing into more of the mindset because uh, people that I've worked with in the past, I've literally heard like someone say we were going to go to lunch to have a lunch meeting. And she's like, I don't want to go anywhere that costs a lot. And I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, I'm not comfortable in those places. And I was like, hmm, all right. I think <laughs> I didn't offer because she wasn't asking, but um, but I, allowing ourselves to feel comfortable in a place where people are successful, where people are going mm -hmm. to earn a lot of money, to feel worthy of success. I, have you seen yeah. that with people that you work with? Oh, yeah. And And you know what? Like, it is such a common thing in women. I don't know why we have this you know, we have this mindset of like, uh, a, it's a money mindset. And so, I mean, we could do a whole podcast on money mindset too, but it, it really is. Right. And it's interesting. I went to, I went to lunch actually with a friend, uh, last week and, and it was the exact same thing where we were talking, I, you know, I was like, well, what are your goals? And we were kind of talking about it. And she said, well, I don't want to, I don't want to charge too much because I want to give people the opportunity to afford me the can't otherwise. And I, I said, you know what, like, like you can do a lot of good with a lot of money. You can do a lot of like amazing things with money. And how many times are we talking? I mean, we just, we are like, we're not valuing ourselves. And you get to a certain point in your career where when you say yes to one thing, you're saying no to another thing. And uh, my mindset is, I, I'm, I've invested a ton in myself and in my business. And I know that I'm good and I know that I can get people results and I do charge, I do charge a lot, but guess what? At the end of the day, I get to take the money that I've made and I get to put it back into the community and back into things that I'm passionate about the way that I want to do it. And there is 
and that's very empowering to do, you know? So it's, you know, I think it really is like a, a money mindset and, you know, we can't apologize for making money, you know, but like, do like money is not the root of all evil. It's what people do with money that is evil, but like having the mindset of, you know, like, Hey, when I make a lot of money, like I get to do a lot of like amazing things, you know, and I'm telling you, I have like, I've been able to like really give back to the community because I make good money, you know, whether that is like humanitarian things, like gone to Haiti, sponsored kids in Haiti. I have like, I've started my own nonprofit. And a lot of that comes, a lot of like the money and the investment comes out of like my own pocket because I'm doing the work that I do. So I think that that, like, I don't know why as women, we like, we do that to ourselves. Like you don't see men very often apologizing for like charging a lot of money. You know, you don't get plumbers or dentists apologize. Like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but this is like a lot of money. Like, no. So like, it, that's definitely like a mindset thing. We could, oh, we could totally go into mindset where it comes from. But I think as women, like we've got to work through that because, and especially getting silent kind of sidetracked, but like we're moms too. So we have to, th- mm-hmm. a lot of us are our moms or, or wives or whatever, but it's like, when we say yes to one thing, we're saying no to something else. And a lot of times the no is to like, sometimes our kids, you know, And so it's like, I value my time enough that I, like, I, my kids are getting older. I love spending time with them. And so if I'm going to say yes to something in my business, like it has to be, be worth, has to be worth it. And so that is another like mindset that you can work through with making money and setting these like really big goals. Like it's so important to set big goals. Yes. And that is such a thing. I mean, I mostly work with women and there is this this hesitancy, even when I make a post about earning money, people are like, well, but you have to make sure that you are focusing on the right thing. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's a given. I mean, we're not just out here stealing people's money, but when you offer a product that brings value, that's, it's kind of a given, you know, that, that you would offer something that's of value, but money isn't evil. Money isn't bad. Earning a lot of money allows you freedom to help people that can't get help otherwise. So yeah. And you do walk the walk. Like my daughter's coming to your compassion club tonight and she's excited to be there. So you do a lot of good. Oh yay. I'm excited. Yeah. (laughs) So when it comes to setting goals, how often do you recommend someone goes back? Like, is it every quarter? Do you set quarterly goals weekly, monthly? How often do you, do you circle back to look at your goals? You know? So I think, okay. I, I break, I have my goals, like I have my annual goals and usually, and I actually have like a freebie that will, it's called the goal guide for entrepreneurs. It kind of breaks this down for you, for, for your listeners. But I, I always set like my, what is my, my yearly goal? And that's usually like an annual goal. And then I have other things like on my goals. And um, the other thing that I do and on this goal guide, it talks about that. And my husband actually, it like does it. He has a team. He's in sales and he has a team and he he does this too, where one of the things I do is set a, like a word for the year. And I have like, I, I pick a word too. And the reason why is like, sometimes people are really hesitant to set goals, but like having a word like is like, and I've been doing this for years. It just is like, what is your word going to be for the year that can, can kind of encompass what you want to do? 
So my one year, my word was nurture. And um, like, not only are Elizabeth and I like business besties, but we also like life coach each other back and forth sometimes too. So, but one of the things is I, I picked a word one year and it was such like an impactful word for me that year, but it was like nurture. And my goal was to nurture the good relationships in my life instead of trying to fix all the bad relationships in my life. Cause I found that I was spending all this time you know, and energy on that. And so that was a word. One, uh, one year, my word, my word this year was believe, like believe that I can like accomplish the things that I want to. And so I always do a word every year. And I usually have like a friend that's like talented and artistic and will like do something cool. And I put my word up on my, like my vision board, but I said, I set my annual goal and that's usually like a money goal. Um, then as like quarterly, um, I, I'm not like as strong as like I, I set my goals and then I plan out my year and I'll say, OK, like I might I might launch my program in March and, you know, like I'll launch my program a couple times a year. I'll put those on my my board and then I will like work backwards. And what else do I want to do? You know, am I going to like read a, a book uh, like a month or something like that? And I, so I do my year like that. And then, um, monthly goals is really, um, I do my monthly goals. I write them in my journal. I try to like in my, not my journal, in my planner, but I'll tell you what moves the needle the most for me is setting like daily goals. And one of the things I do, and I've been doing this for years is get in the habit every day of like planning your day the night before. Like if I can tell you one thing with goal setting this will is will be a game changer for you. And so what I do is um, the night before I plan, what are my three main goals that I want to accomplish the next day? And when you think of your three main goals, you want them to be the things that are going to push the needle the most in your business. Because what our mind does is, you know, we have these goals and they can be overwhelming or uncomfortable. And so what we find ourselves doing is things that are easy, you know, like, like this is always my example of I always put off packing when I go on a trip and because I, I have to like really put thought into like my packing and I'll be like, okay, I'm going out of town. I need to do this and this. I find myself like cleaning out my junk drawer or, you know what I mean? Just like or getting online mm -hmm. and shopping. And that's like my mind. Cause we, we tend to do things that are comfortable for us and we do that in our business. So I will put my three main goals and I plan my three main goals like the night before what are those going to be? And then once I have those written down, then I put my to-do list like on the column, like right next to it. And I'm, but I'm realistic with my main goals. So I'm going to start my podcast up again. I, I, I stopped during COVID and, and Elizabeth knows this, we've talked about it. So one of my main goals for today is to spend, and I'm realistic with my time is spend one hour, like, like learning how, like, just like researching and learning and planning and then I move on. Another thing I do every Monday is content creation. I, I give myself one hour and I plan all my social media posts for the whole entire week and I schedule them. Um, so I'm, I'm doing the things that are pushing the needle. And then my other to-do list might be like, you know, like um, check my emails or like write a blog post or write a newsletter they're not as they're important, but not as important as these three main goals that are going to like push the needle in my business. And so once my three main goals are finished, 
then I move on to my to-do list that isn't as important. And I would say that is like huge in like moving the needle because, um, you know, a lot of times we take on these huge projects, like I'm putting on this retreat. It's going to take me hours to do every plan, everything I want to do with my retreat. So what happens is we might procrastinate that or we push it away, but I I need to do that. And so I will put on there, okay, I'm going to work on this for one hour. I set my timer one and done, and I'm moving towards like my, my bigger goals. So I would say that is probably like my biggest, like takeaway tip is like planning out your days and making sure that they align with your goals. So when, if I have a monthly goal, then it like trickles over, but it's really like in my daily goals. So I would say that's my biggest. Okay. And planning the night before to look, to to know what you're going to do with your day. Yeah. So, and I guess to, to have this effective three main goals, you have to know what your big main goal is, like Mm -hmm. what you're working towards. Otherwise, I, I mean, entrepreneurs, we are amazing at coming up with ideas and getting distracted and like, Oh, I should do this. I should do this. The ideas are not the problem. It's the focus. Yeah. It's the laser focus. Oh, yeah. So I like yeah. that. Being yeah. And I, I have like ADD inattentive where I have a hard time focusing, but like, um, uh, case in point, I can't remember what I was going to say. So okay. carry on. What were you <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I was just going to say, no, I was going to say when you are, because I, I was a photographer for 10 years And I think a lot of entrepreneurs like are create, like we have like creatives, like you're, you know, like we're creatives. And so I think the creative part comes very natural to a lot of people, but it is like the organization and the analytics that like people struggle with. And I always said, you know, my dad's an engineer. I always loved like math. I'm very analytical. I'm all about spreadsheets and organization. When I was doing like photography, like I had to really like work on the creative part. That is the part that I really had to like learn to grow because it didn't come as naturally to me. But I would say a lot of times it's, it's really the reverse for people. The creative comes more natural, but it's like the organization. And that's, you know, that's why I like what I do in my coaching is like systems and being organized automation is like huge because you do, you get caught up in, in creation and creating, especially like in your industry where you guys are, you're creating your artists really. And so it's just like to think of, okay, I need to organize like, you know, different things. It, it's a little bit harder to like, to, to really like improve and, and develop those skills for sure. Yes, definitely. So, okay. You mentioned that you have books that you want to read. Can you share some mm-hmm. of the books that are on your to read or to listen to list? You see, I, I have to, uh, Atomic Habits is a, a great one. If you want to get more organized. Um, the one that I'm reading right now is it was recommended by a friend and it's called bullet journaling. And it's, it's actually like, it talks about like organizing your thoughts. It talks about just like really getting organized in, in journaling and like, what are the, like it says, it starts off with like, what are the things that you're currently doing? What are the things that you should be doing? And what are the things you want to be doing as you do three columns? And it just talks about that. But so that's a good one. Um, Oh, I mean, there's so many good ones. Expert Secrets is a good one that I've read. There, there's just like, there's so many good ones out there. <laughs> I, I need to do, I need to do a, a blog post about some of the books that I've read. I, 
that are yeah, just your anything personal. Ones. Yeah. Yeah. There's some good ones out there. So. Mm-hmm. And I also was thinking when you were saying that you're more like engineer and you had to learn to be creative, I'm on the opposite end, but it's very empowering to open up that mindset of you can change that because let's say finances has never been your thing. It doesn't mean it will never be your thing. Everything is learnable, Mm -hmm. setting goals, learning to be organized. We can do these things. It's not, it's never it's not stagnant where we are is not stagnant. And that's the beautiful thing of life. I feel like for you and I, we both love the challenge of doing something that's a little bit hard, you know, pushing ourselves a little bit. So I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that you can do in your business or life is like, look at the areas in your life where you're like, okay, I kind of struggle here. Like I'm not organized or I'm not, you know, I want to learn more and like look those over and have those be your goals where you want to improve like that part in your business or in your life. Um, one of the things like that I'm constantly doing is like education. And so that a lot of times, I mean, that's really part of like my goal right now is the podcasting where I'm like, okay, for one hour, I'm going to like learn how to do this better. And it's not like I'm looking, I think that's where I might be a little bit different. Cause like, I love to learn. I'm not looking to solve a specific problem. I just want, I love to learn and so I'm like, for one hour, I want to learn how to be better at this. And and it's really in any, like, if I'm, like, interested in SEO, I will, like, do it with SEO where I'm like, oh, I'm going to learn this for, like, an hour or, you know. And so I think, like, constantly pushing ourselves to grow in areas where we struggle, um, I think that's where you really, like, see a lot of growth. And I, when I coach my clients, I, I often say, you know, you don't have to know how to do everything and be the best at it, but you should know enough that you can manage other people to do it for you. And then my favorite quote of all times is automate, delegate, and eliminate. And I love to get delegate things, but I think it's really important that we have enough knowledge in that area that we know when people are doing it like good and when people are doing it bad. I, we see it so often um, in like every industry that there is good and bad in everything and have enough knowledge that you know when somebody is good and when somebody is bad. So I think that's another like goal is to constantly push yourself to grow and to learn and evolve into something like better than you were before. Yes. And it can feel like, I don't know, for me anyways, it can feel overwhelming. Like I want to learn all of these things, but if you just tackle one over time, you look back and you're like, well, how about that? I've learned so many things, you know, time marches on regardless. So we may as well be learning and growing. And you do know a ton. You have really, like anything that I have a question about, you have the answer. It's been <gasps> a great friendship for me. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I try. But but I do think one more one more thing I was going to say about that, like it, it is a, like a mindset thing too, because. I think how many, like, I I actually wrote a blog post about this, but where I never want, like, my clients to say, like, I, like, I can't do that, or I don't know, like, that is, like, change your mindset to, I will learn how to do this, or I will, you know, you never want that to stop you in your growth, you know, an example is, I remember, this was years ago, where I wanted, I wanted a new website, and I thought, my first thought was, I can't do a website. It's too complicated. Like, I, I don't want to say I'm not smart enough, but I like, I don't know enough about coding. I don't know how to do this. And that was a tool that I learned when I became a life coach is to change that mindset 
And so I changed that to, I'm smart enough and I can figure it out. And I, and I broke it down and I said, okay, I, every day for one hour, I'm either going to work on my website or I am going to learn how to build a website. And it took me six months, but guess what? I built a website and now I can build websites. And so I think it really is like, we have to like, you know, we can't let those like thoughts, like really hold us back and hinder us in our business where it's just like, we're smart enough. Like, you know, like, you know, like we can do anything that we decide that we want to do. That's important enough to us to do. And like, you have to change like that mindset. And I think it's, I think it really hinders and holds a lot of people back because they feel like I, I can't do that, you know, and it's not true. Well, same with, I see people sometimes who are trying a new business and they're like, well, it didn't work. So I'm done. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. This mm-hmm. one thing you tried didn't work. That just means you have to evaluate, pivot and try something new. But, um, yeah. but I do think it's a lot of that, like pulling up your bootstraps or I don't know what the term is, but just being able to like pick yourself up and try again, but educatedly try again, not just going yeah. out and yeah. Yeah. whatever, but looking at yeah. what worked or didn't and trying. Yeah. 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 Um, so can you share a past goal of yours and what you did to, well, I guess you kind of just did with learning how to, to do a website and just spending yeah. what an hour a day. Is that what it is? Yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. To accomplish well, that? Another, I was actually thinking of another book as we were talking. Um, that's a good one. It's called Go for No. Um, is the name is the title of the book. I can't remember who the author is, but it it talks a lot about like failure and how um we 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 go for the yes. We're always like looking for like the yes when it's like if we really learn how to embrace failure and think of it as like I'm learning then that's where you really like see like a ton of, a ton of growth, you know? So here, here's just like an example of, um, well, here's an example of a couple different things, the law of attraction and go for the no. One of my goals is, you know, I have these systems in place. I have like these great coaching programs. And so this is going to be my year just to scale. So maybe that, maybe that should be my word in 2022. I don't have a word yet, but but so one of my goals was like, I need exposure. Like I, I want to grow. And so one of my goals was like, I'm going to get on, like, I'm going to get on some podcasts, which is funny because I, I've been on, I was on three podcasts last, last in the last couple of weeks. And then you and I went to like, we went to the girls night and you're like, Hey, do you want to be on my podcast? So, I mean, there's a good example <laughs> of like the law of attraction, but just like it, it but with podcasts, like it's like a numbers game you know, where it's, you know, you have to be okay to be rejected. You have to be okay to fail because, you know, it's like for every yes I get, I probably have gotten like five no replies or like not not interested or whatever. And so I think it's just kind of like what you touched on with just like how people are like, oh, I tried and it didn't work. I'm telling you everything I've done, like it gets harder before it gets easier. And I think like when we set those goals that we are going to like, you know, we want to make money or we want to grow or whatever it is, like it definitely gets harder before it gets easier. And, you know, you and I have had this conversation many times, like, you know, we've pivoted in our like businesses or in our curse several times, but it's like, we've been working at like being an entrepreneur for years and years and years, like, 
it doesn't happen overnight. And the skill sets that, like I said, I've been doing this for like 15 years. You know, I've been an entrepreneur for 15 years where I, I've learned customer service and systems and automations and graphic, you know, all these things, graphic designs, photography, like, you know, funnels, all those things. I've been, I've been learning them for 15 years. And so it just, it, like, it takes time. And when I'm coaching with clients, I can tell almost right away who's going to be successful and who's not. And those are the people who are like consistent and like showing up and like actually like doing the things, even when they fail, even when they fail, they're still like doing them. So I think that that that's just key. It's key. And it's hard. It's hard to fail. Like it doesn't feel good, but it's like, I think I've learned to just really embrace failure, you know, because I'm like, okay, I failed mm-hmm. at this, something good's coming. Like I, I've changed my mindset to like, oh, something really good is coming now, you know? So yep. I think that's really important. <laughs> yep. Yep. And I mean, I know that you and I are similar in this, but I know that I have spent good amounts of money on things where I'm like, mm-hmm. hmm, that didn't get the result that I wanted. However, yeah. it is never a waste. Like you are always learning something, you know, and, and the pivots too, it can feel sometimes like, oh my gosh, I put in so much time and effort into this thing and now I'm pivoting. And is that even applicable? Absolutely. Like any Mm -hmm. knowledge that you have, any experience you have will always help you in your business, even if it's a pivot. And now it feels like, I don't know about that, but yeah, always applicable and helpful. Yeah. And I think, I think too, having, uh, having the mindset of when you invest in something like I just, I've invested, like, I mean, I've invested in programs that were eight, I just got out of a program that was $24,000. And, you know, like, you know, like a couple of years ago, it was 18,000. And, and it's just like, are there things that I wish I would have gotten out of it? Yeah. But like, we can't focus on that. We have to focus out of, okay, I've learned this. I've, I've learned that. And it really is like, that is definitely like a mindset thing. And I'm not saying that there's not, there are really good programs out there and they're really like not good programs out there, but you have to like take every opportunity as a learning opportunity. And what you get out of it is really like what you put into it, Mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. Um, So when a person is lacking motivation, because as much as I feel like I'm a go-getter, there are definitely ebbs and flows, times where I'm super energetic and times where I am just, I cannot get motivated. What advice do you have for someone when they're feeling sluggish or they just need a little kick in the pants to get going, you know? Yeah, I think I think you have to give yourself, like, you have to give yourself a little grace on on that. You know, I, I feel like after Thanksgiving, I it's really hard for me to, like, stay super focused in my business um, I think because it's like the end of the year, I, I kind of get ahead of myself where I'm starting to plan out the next year. But it's also like, I want to be in the moment too with the holidays and, and everything. So um, my like advice is to like, set like goals that like get you excited, like you have to be excited about things or you're not gonna you won't commit. You know, I, I even say that with anything, like, I, I did a training last week on like social media. Like you have to feel good about it and enjoy it or you'll never like be committed to it. If you like are resentful and you're like, oh, I hate this. I hate this. Like it's really hard. So find things that you're excited about and then it'll be easier to commit things you're passionate about. Um, My other advice is surround yourself with people who bring you up, surround yourself with like-minded people. 
um, try to find people that are ahead of you in the game because that is like, like that motivates you. And, and I've said that to you before where I'm like, okay, like I need some Elizabeth time. Like I need to be like motivated and like inspired. And I think it's like finding people who are like ahead of you, um, that, that really like push you. I think a lot of times we want to bounce ideas or we want to talk about what we're doing in our business with our friends and families, but they, they just don't get it. They don't get it unless you're in that Mm -hmm. world. Like they, they don't get it. And we talk about this a lot of times because we both are entrepreneurs. We both work at home, how we like, people don't really realize like what we do or like take it serious, you know? And especially when you're a creative, people oftentimes think, oh, that's cute. Like that's a hobby. And you're like, oh no, 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 no. Like this is a career. Mm And so I think it's, it's really like surrounding yourself and whether that is joining a mastermind or like, you know, like creating your own or just like finding people in your area. Like there's tons of, I mean, depends on where you live, but there's lots of organizations for entrepreneurs and female entrepreneurs get in stuff that get involved in stuff that, um, really like inspires you. Um, another thing is, You know, there's networking groups, but I think like really getting involved in your community in something that you're passionate about, because when people take the time, I feel like that I've met like the most like super inspiring and motivating people getting involved in like nonprofit work in, in communities. Cause for some reason, those are the like people who are passionate about it are like motivated people because they're doing stuff for free too. So they're, they're motivated So I think like, I mean, I would say like probably the biggest one is like surround yourself with like-minded people that are like pushing you and like driving you to be the best you and really like they get it, you know? That is so, so crucial because I have been around people before who have said things like, I know that you can't earn that amount of money or, or just negative things that they really believe. And they're not trying to be mean or bring you down. That's their belief and their mindset. There's no space for that. Like you've there, it's a choice for how you're going to view stuff and surrounding yourself. It really is motivational. Even just listening to a podcast or something of someone who will pep you up. That's really great advice. Yes. Thank you. And also, I guess, allowing yourself to have some, downtime when you're just, you know, if something, maybe a big holiday happened or something, letting yourself have a little grace there and you can't be energizer bunny all the time. Yeah. One more thing to that Mm -hmm. is like, I think that's why automation is like a beautiful thing because your business can be working when you're not, you know? So like during the holidays, I, you know, I'm, I, I'm good at like, I batch all my, my emails are going out, like my social media schedule, like the, like there's still communication with my clients, even when I am not working, my business is still working. And so I think that gives you the freedom to like, not feel like the guilt too. And to feel like, Oh, like the anxiousness of, I need to do this in my business. So Mm-hmm. I think definitely like, you know, make it a priority to like automate as much as you can in your business because your business will run when you're not working it too. Yeah, that is a beautiful thing when you can step back and still have things functioning and you can take some time off. It's yeah. A very healthy yeah. way to approach it. Yeah. Well, are there any last tips that you want to share on goal setting or choosing a word for the year or anything like that? 
Yeah. Well, I have created a download for you guys. So it is, an, um, and I'll send you the link as well as this, but it's Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-N-I, Schroeder.com forward slash goals. And I've created just kind of the things that we've talked about, like a goal setting guide that helps you like break it down and kind of puts it in perspective of how are you going to accomplish your goals. So I'm my, like my advice is just like, does it make it a priority and designate a time to like set your goals and like, and learn to like follow through with them and make them like a part of your like daily, weekly, monthly workflow is, is goals. Awesome. Yeah. All right. And I will put that in the show notes as well. Can you spell your last name for those who, so yeah, it's B-R-I-T-T-N-I. S-C-H-R-O-E-D-E-R and then dot com forward slash gold. Perfect. Yay. Well, I'll be checking that out myself. Thank you. Thanks so much for being here on the show. You are a wealth of knowledge and organization. So very awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I hope you guys enjoyed meeting and listening to Brittany as much as I did. She is just so fun, such a great friend, and like I said, is a wealth of knowledge. So Brittany, thank you so much for being on the show. And again, if you want to see the photos of the things that we talked about or the links that Brittany mentioned, head to quilterscandy.com. Look for episode 38 called Making Goals for Your Business with Brittany Schroeder, and you can find that there. And next week, we have Emily of Homemade Emily Jane. She is a really successful quilt business owner, and we are going to dive into how she's grown her business and where she's finding success. It's an episode you do not want to miss, so be sure to join in next Friday, and be sure to subscribe to the Craft to Career podcast so you get notified and don't miss an episode. Have a great week, and we'll see you next Friday. Mm -hmm.